What do you think? I think we're dead meat. Real dead meat. Welcome to the Dead Meat Podcast, an extension of the YouTube channel Dead Meat. I'm James. I'm Chelsea, and we're boyfriend and girlfriend, and we like to get scared together. Yes, we do. Yeah, we're going to uh, talk about a movie we both really liked this week. I think often we pick movies that it's easier for us to kind of rag on because they're a little silly, sometimes bad, but this one's just a really good one. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was, It's been requested a bunch. Uh, it's the movie Cam, which is a Netflix, and not and it's not a Netflix original. I think it was it was picked up by Netflix. But so Netflix they, distributed, not produced. Correct. Okay. Kind of like Hush. Okay. Where they have the rights to it, and as such, there's no home release. So we're not gonna have clips from this one. Sorry about that in advance. Yeah, it, it's like when people request Netflix movies for the kill count. I don't have a way of doing that because like the the way that we get clips is we buy the blu-ray or the dvd if a blu-ray is not available we, we rip it on our computer and then we we yeah we always want to we own copies of whatever we're using to edit with yeah like i'm sure there are torrents of this movie out there but yeah. we're not going to sit there and download a torrent we're a business yeah. <laughs> and we can't we can't do that so yeah. uh netflix if you're watching give me a way to cover your movies mm-hmm. please i don't know a digital download or something yeah but we won't have clips for cam that's okay go watch it for yourself yeah, see all the clips for it. yourself it's, it's a fun very, one very very good it came out 2017 oh it did what's up oh i was just gonna say it it does involve sex workers oh so yeah, yeah mature content sure. but i mean you're watching a horror movie it's, yeah it's a horror movie it's fine <laughs> oh no there's boobs in this yeah um yeah and if you okay so yeah it's about sex workers and if that maybe gives you some pause because movies historically aren't great at handling sex work and their portrayal of sex workers are cam girls sex workers yes is that yes for 100%? Because like when I hear sex worker, I think of someone who has sex for money, but a cam girl isn't doing that. They're showing their, their body for money. They're still a sex worker. Oh. It's still, they're, what are they exchanging really? It's, you know. But then would you call anyone who like is like a Playboy model a sex worker? I think, yeah. Huh. I think you could. I think I think the term sex work, and I could be wrong. If if I'm wrong, feel free to correct me. But um, I think it's it's more broad than maybe people think. It is. Yeah, because I think escort, prostitute, etc. Uh, like a stripper is a sex worker. Ah. Like exotic dancer. Okay. Yeah, I think it's I think it's pretty broad. I could be wrong. I really am not an expert. I don't know. Um yeah, I think it's a it's a field of work that is uh unfairly maligned and especially on film, which I don't think contributes to how sex workers are treated in general. You mean you you do think it contributes to how? I don't. I don't think it helps. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, But this movie is very different. It was written by. I I looked up the pronunciation of both these people's names, and I couldn't find anything. The director, I think I could get. The writer is Isa Mazel. Mazay. Oh, that's an I. I, Yeah. yeah. Isa Mazay, maybe. Isa Mazay. Isa. Yeah, she is a former sex worker. Uh, I think former cam girl. So this is written based on personal experiences. Yeah, and the movie's about a cam girl. Just to be yes, clear, that's she's why not we're a, a, a prostitute girl. or yeah, she is a cam girl. Yeah, uh, directed by Daniel Goldhaber. Yeah, or Haber Goldhaber. I feel like is. I knew a, a dude named Rob Haber growing up. 
Sure. I just assume <laughs> you stick a gold in front of it. Uh, so I like, I, I think it helps a ton that this movie is written by someone who knows what they're talking about. And it makes for a way more interesting movie that I, than I think we would have gotten if someone who had no experience doing this kind of work, if they'd tried, you know, a draft of this screenplay, I don't think it would it'd be the same at all. Yeah. Uh, did Daniel Goldhaber co-write it with her? Did she have a co-writer? Um, I saw, so she wrote it, but there was story by and story by, there was a few people, including the two of them. Interesting. Story by is, um, from my understanding, cause I'm, I'm not a writer. I didn't actually didn't really study writing in film school. I focused on directing, but from my understanding, writing story by is, so if I have an idea for a movie yeah. and you write the script, you wrote it, but I get the story by credit. Exactly. Exactly. That's Unless why you help me come up with the idea. Yeah. That's why I'm a little surprised that the story by is credited to her solely. And then you, uh, or, no, no she the, wrote it. Story yeah, so by was by a few people. That's very interesting that the the screenplay she gets a sole screenwriting credit, mm-hmm. and she didn't because like I'm assuming she doesn't have a background in screenwriting. Maybe she picked up a book and just read how to write a script. I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I'm actually write. not quite sure what her. I wish I looked at it now. Um, but I'm not that, sure what her. Uh, it says her friend. Okay, so her friend is the director Daniel Goldhaber. They've been friends since high school. Uh, he'd previously directed some of her pornographic videos, which I think is really neat. Uh, <laughs> he, his directing credits had previously only been shorts and student films. So I'm wondering if maybe she also studied film or writing in some capacity too. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's it's a solid script. I think the first two-thirds of it are... I mean, as far as screenwriting goes and structure of screenwriting, I think it's pretty solid. There are some good yeah. callbacks and everything. I do have some issues with... Um, a uh, little bit of the character's behavior, and then the, I think the 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 resolution is a little unsatisfying. But we can get mm. to it when mm-hmm. we're there. But yeah, I don't think that's really a screenwriter. That's just like a no. any, any screenwriter I, can have I that issue. I think that this screenplay is a lot better than someone who like read a book about screenwriting. Yeah, that's and did that's it. definitely true. Yeah, yeah like so. this, I could not write. I'm not much of a, a writer. It, um, yeah, it, yeah, it, it's, it's like the structure and beats are like way more. Yeah, this than is just... someone who has has practiced. Like they know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so it's about a cam girl. If we're gonna spoil the whole movie, obviously. <laughs> um, I say this just because it's a newer movie. Maybe people think we won't spoil as much. But whenever no, we, we talk don't. about movies, we we go through the whole thing so yeah so stop this and go watch it if you want check it out it's mm-hmm. pretty cool it's got a pretty cool uh little uh mystery element to it mm-hmm. it's kind of like we watched this shortly after or back to back with mm-hmm. searching mm-hmm. and searching is great not horror enough for us to cover here even though we no, wanted to want it's an to. amazing thriller but it kind of reminded me not only just because it had like that cyber element to it but there's like a little bit of a mystery there yeah for sure uh, so it, okay, so this is about a cam girl named. We're gonna call her Lola because that's her screen name. And yeah, that's I think, her like cam girl name. Yeah, so her real name's Alice. Her screen name is Lola. I'm just let's keep it simple and call her Lola. Okay. Because that's I think that's what she uses more in the movie. Just you know, so people don't get confused. Yeah. Uh, so she uh we we start and she's in this room. And by the way. Uh, the use of color in this movie so fucking cool and it's good. good. We'd start the movie and we're in this pink. It's like a hot pink room. Uh, all the lights in it are pink. It's just super saturated color, which I always 
I always love because I think that's a big problem with movies that come out now is we're afraid of color. That's why Mandy was so cool. That's why Mandy kicked ass. When you watch <laughs> well, movie, that and the fucking chainsaw fight. Yeah, I mean that and everything about it. <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking obsessed with Mandy. <laughs> so good. God damn. Uh, yeah, when you watch movies like this or Mandy, you just realize, oh my god, movies don't use color anymore. If you go back watching Suspiria. our Suspiria, the old like the original Suspiria. I yeah, I think it's sad we are I think maybe there's this idea that color is frivolous and not as serious and it's not cuz there's the you know the whole joke about uh like dark gritty superhero movies, but I think that's a little bit to blame for the current like color grading of everything where it's just super desaturated mm-hmm. because it's this idea that less color equals more serious. You know, yeah. in a movie you should take more seriously. Although I would still take today's gritty desaturation over the early 2000s, blue and orange, everything blue everything and orange. Everything was blue and orange. God, that was awful. Yeah, Soderbergh. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so this cam girl Lola is, she's she's dancing for tips for her, her chat room. So it's a site that's like... Um, it's like if you if you are torrenting something, <laughs> you will get pop-ups yeah, <laughs> for, for this sure. kind of website where it's a cam girl who wants to talk to you. Yeah, and she has a room and they're like, you get token tips. Yes. And the token tips are accompanied by a sound effect. And so it becomes a very like... Uh, I don't know. There's like a primal kind of um, like reward system. It's a dopamine thing. Yeah. Because yeah. like, bling, bling. there's a lot of these sound effects throughout this movie. I love it. It's and all the, the, the emojis that the people in her chat use, which are ridiculous. There's like, uh, my favorite is the um, smiley face penis that grows so big it pops. Yeah. And like, there were like a bunch of them in a row. And yeah. All so- very web.0 emoji gift type things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like uh fucking with a easy boards? Is that was that uh the message board oh, system? Oh man, there was uh some kind of like forums that you could like make your own and you could have your own uh emojis and shit in there. Mm-hmm. Reminded me of that. Yeah, it's like angel fire. <laughs> Everyone in the chat is typing and requesting come show time. Come show time. So I'm guessing that's what it what it sounds like it is, but I like that's got a name. Yeah, Come she she's wearing uh she's like wearing underwear and a open like vest kind of it's thing. It's a varsity jacket, it's like a Letterman jacket. Yeah, and there is some double sided tape doing a lot of work in this opening scene because it goes on <laughs> for so long that I'm like, is this movie gonna go on and we're just not gonna not see her boobs at all? Her, yeah. That's not true. You see her boobs a lot. You but... see her boobs. <laughs> Very uh, it's weird. Like it is amazing how when. A movie is written by a woman, and you you can always tell when an actor is comfortable with their nudity on screen. Yeah, because it feels movie, very just plain. It just it fe- feels yeah. kind of like not, desexualized. It's not like yeah, for a movie about um <laughs> about sex workers and about cam girls, it's some of the least sexual nudity I've ever seen in a movie, which is really interesting. Yeah, it's really. It interesting. feels very normal mm-hmm. to be seeing people naked, and I it's not uh. It's not titillating nudity. It just feels very like matter of fact. Yeah, and there's a lot of it. Like, there's a lot. Of, there's a yeah. lot of nudity, but yeah, it never it's, feels like there's uh, never that pang of embarrassment. You mm-hmm. know, and I guess there's never like the like the like panning up the body yeah. close up. It's just kind of like oh yeah, oh, our boobs a, are out. This is part of the job. <laughs> yeah, I think it's really interesting. I think some of that definitely has to do with this being written by 
a woman and having it be directed by someone who she's really close friends with and has an understanding of that. Did we mention who plays Lola? No, we did not. It's Madeline Brewer, who yeah. was in Orange is the New Black the first season. She had the dreads. Yeah. And uh, she owed. Spoiler alert, she OD'd. Yeah. And it's the first season. first season. They're on like, what, season 12? <laughs> yeah. uh, and then, she, and then as with all characters who die in Orange is the New Black, she shows up in Handmaiden's Tale. Uh, Handmaid's Tale. Mm-hmm. There's a, I think there's an internet theory that Handmaid's Tale is like the uh, afterlife for all the Orange is the New Black Stop. characters who die. They all show up in there. They all show up in Great. there. Great. <laughs> it's because they're actors. And they're Netflix properties. And yeah. <laughs> or no, Hulu is Handmaid's Tale. Hulu is right? Handmaid's Tale. But still, they're good TV actors <laughs> who are out of work now because they got killed off. Where else are they going to go? You could do the same thing with Game of Thrones and... The uh, Office? <laughs> yeah, they yeah, have <laughs> the, the British office. office, for sure. <laughs> or The <laughs> Hobbit. <laughs> yeah, come on, guys. They're all actors. But yeah, I didn't follow Handmaid's Tale too closely. No, so man, I don't remember I who was she was. It's pretty depressing. <laughs> it's but, fucking uh, depressing. Yeah, she's in she's in those shows. She's she, the one. No, she's in the uh, first, she's in the first season. She's the girl who loses an eye. Oh, <gasps> that's right. Yeah. Oh yeah, because she's got that creepy she, smile. Yeah, she acts out and and gets punished for it. Yeah. Yeah. And she's it, really great. She, it's cool because in those shows she kind of plays. She's like really character acting. I think in those two, her she's mm-hmm. playing like a very uh character type person and in this one she's very normal and very likable she yeah her character is instantly you like her she is funny and she's like adorable and you can tell that she likes what she does Mm -hmm. she does she takes pride in it and she's ambitious in it because there's a little leaderboard for all you gamers out there just think of it just like that and she's like number she's in the 60s i think when the the movie starts and Mm -hmm. her goal is to climb up that leaderboard she wants to get into the top 50 cam girls on this website yeah which i'm guessing in in the universe of this movie is the cam site yeah was it fgl free uh, Free girls free girls live yeah so, yeah, she's got a, a giant trunk of sex toys that she gets out because mm-hmm. I guess it's come show time. Come show time. And it looks literally like, and I've been playing Breath of the Wild, but yeah, it looks been. like one of the treasure chests that, that you get in that game. It kicks open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it looks literally like that. It's like a video game box. So she opens it and there's a bunch of sex toys in there and they all have little weird names and stuff. And so people are tipping her certain amounts to use certain toys. So it's like 50 tokens for this one, 100 tokens for this one, like 500 for the gigantic one. <laughs> but then someone comes in the chat and tips a large amount of money and says, how much for you to use a knife? And then she blocks them and ignores it. But then the person comes back and says, hi, Lola. I Don't ignore me. I asked you a question. Are you getting flashbacks to your streams? Yeah, man. I don't know don't why ignore they don't... me, James. Don't ignore me. I don't me. know why we don't have the question. option to fucking IP ban people. Yeah. They're just going to make a new name and come back and yell racial shit. It's dumb. Yeah. Come on, YouTube they and come back FGL. A, they come back a third time. Don't <laughs> mock me. You're a worthless whore. At least it was nice to see all of her subs on because you get close-ups of the chat room and all of her subs are like dude get the fuck out of here <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're all defending her it feels i do think it's nice that for the most part her subs and her audience feels very chill you yeah get, some weirdos will get there but of course everyone's like hey come on like don't don't be weird like don't be an asshole we're all here to have fun 
So like someone just says, WTF is wrong with this room. <laughs> it flies by really quick, but it made me laugh. So she reaches into her giant trunk and pulls out a huge knife and says, okay, how much for me to, to do it? Like, I'll do it. I'll slit my throat. And so she gets a ton of tokens. And I think she, is that when she gets the top 50? No, that's later, right? Uh, I don't remember. Maybe. No, I think I don't think she's top fifty. Just she's yet. not okay. Yeah. So she she gets a bunch of fucking tokens, and then she slits her throat, and mm-hmm. there's blood everywhere, and she's sitting there slumped over, and it's she sits there for a while. So at first, I thought, is this the main character of the movie? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> Are oh, we was this a cold open? <laughs> yeah. <Like. laughs> um, but it's not. It's she sits back up, and she rips off the prosthetic, and it was fake, and yeah, and then she logs out. She's got a very cute kitty cat. Yeah. <laughs> And Lucy's on the table now. Say hi, Lucy. Yeah, so she goes into her bathroom with her laptop, and she's talking to a dude named Tinker Boy. Tinker Boy. Yeah, so she's having like a private video chat with him, and apparently he was the dude telling her to use the knife. He's her accomplice, I guess. Yeah, he's one of her her clients who we kind of get the gist that he pays extra to have private chats with her. Yeah. And so they're at a point now where he does stuff for her like this where he pretends he makes fake accounts to come in and be weird so that she can have the setup to do the knife thing yeah and with this movie you really got to pay attention to the dialogue because you know you miss a line and you'll you'll not understand exactly what's going on because here they're talking about how she's saying that she caught a whale a guy named barnacle bob not barnacle boy not barnacle boy no he's not logging on to fgl uh, (laughs) with mermaid man oh no (laughs) how much no i don't know (laughs) i don't know mermaid man's voice (laughs) um that turned into loomis kind of yeah it did (laughs) Yeah, so yeah, she's on the phone with Tinker. They're video chatting, and specifically, they're they're chatting through the site. They always communicate through yeah. FGL. That's but yeah, she mentions know. that she caught a whale, which you know, uh, put two and two together. It's it's a person who will tip her a lot. Yeah, and Tinker Boy. Yeah, Tinker Boy mentions like, are you sure you want it? Uh, like you you want Barnacle Bob because. Uh, you kind of stole him from Princess X. She's going to get mad. Mm-hmm. And like that's setting it up for later down the line. But right now, Barnacle Bob is calling her. Yeah. And since he's the sugar daddy, she's yeah, like, she hangs up on Tink. Sorry, Tink. I got to go. I'm busy. And she answers it for Barnacle Bob, who uh, she calls Barney. We can just call him Barney. Sure. We can just. Yeah. Barney. Yeah. And, and Tinker Tinker Boy, he kind of reminds me of Gail from Breaking Bad in his appearance. Uh. Gail. The uh is it wasn't it Gail the the guy who like was the super nice uh dude who Jesse at the end of the season uh did a full measure on? Yes. Right? The one with the music video. The one with the music video, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, what's that song? But I forget what that song's actually called. Yeah, yeah. But Tinker Boy kinda looks <laughs> like him. Right. Yeah, they, they they have similar vibes. Yeah, just yeah. A, just kind of just a sad dude. He's a little just sad, a but like, sad. but like smiling, like with a little smile on his face. Yeah. But like you know that he's. But ladies, you've met this dude where he see he looks like he is nice. He he seems like he's friendly, but something's weird, man. And he sets off those flags. I would say Tinker's biggest thing is he's pathetic. He's very sad. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Barney, on the other hand, is like, so he's like a bigger, a little bit older guy, like 
bald, like shaved head. Someone and, like, who, if he lived in your neighborhood, there'd be rumors that he had mob ties. Yeah, yeah. He seems like a kind of mob. He seems dude. like yeah. a mob guy. Or if he's not, then he loves Goodfellas and has seen it a million <laughs> yeah. times. He wa- if he's not, he wants to be. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not an insult. <laughs> I've seen Goodfellas a million times. Sure. And I fucking love that movie. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, she has a little private chat with Barney instead and gets some of his tokens. And that kind of, that's kind of like setting us up. Mm-hmm. Now we kind of understand. We're the politics of cam girl world. Yeah, we get a more when she talks to a friend, uh, her friend Fox. Foxy. Yeah, another cam girl. And mm-hmm. she, it's during this conversation that we get Lola's rules. She has three rules for her stuff. Yes. No public shows, which I think means just like, uh, like uh, her her shows are pri- you private. You have rooms. to pay to watch them yeah. or have a lot. Yeah, they're not just out on the internet. Yeah, is yeah. what I think that means. Uh, and then the other two that I I really like. She never fakes her orgasms, mm-hmm. which is great. Don't set up that expectations uh, for people. And she never tells her the people in her room that she loves them. Yeah, which is also great. Yeah, cool. Establish those boundaries. Good for her. <laughs> Good for her. Good for her. So we. We leave her her cam girl life in a scene where we visit her mom. She's like getting her hair done by her mom, and her mom owns a salon. And also, we should say that we I think we get a shot of her house before that. Like, oh yeah, dude, she's like in a two story big ass. Yeah, fucking she doesn't house. live with her her mom or no, family. No, she lives, or by, she lives herself. by herself. And we learn that she's just moved in because there's boxes everywhere. Mm-hmm. She bought a nice ass house. She's renting it. Her mom said she's renting it, and that is she bought it. Did she buy? It? I yes. thought her mom was like, "I want her." I told her to buy it because uh, that would make more financial yeah, sense. Because she was renting it, and then she went and bought it. Oh, okay. So that was the okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's I a. I believe so. I don't it's know a really what nice state house. she's in. I don't know if they ever say. Even so, it's really nice. It's a real it's nice. Kind house. of, it's like a craftsman kind of style. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a little California looking, which makes me think money because houses in California are so expensive. Yeah. But she's doing well for herself and yeah, she's proud sure. of it. Her her brother apparently knows that this is her job. Yeah. He's about 17. That's yeah. His, his birthday's like, coming up. That's right. Yeah. And I think it's a 17 year uh, birthday. Yeah. So we see. So her mom in the salon. And by the way, I think it's cool that the lighting in the salon is lit like just a normal movie. It's like daylight. Mm-hmm. There's no... um. There's no color, honestly, no color choices at all. It's everything's very neutral palettes in this scene, which I think is neat. Just the contrast between her cam life, which in every scene during her cam girl life, every room is like one color. There's like a pink, like it's either pink or blue. There's not a bunch of colors, but this is all like muted, like muted colors lots of different colors but they're all very beigey mm-hmm. which i like a lot yeah and so her mom's just a hairdresser i shouldn't say just a hairdresser her mom's a hairdresser and yeah, uh, laura walters who is a paul thomas anderson alumni that's probably why she seemed familiar yeah she seems very familiar she's in boogie nights and magnolia mm. um yep but she's styling her hair. She reminds me so much of the mom in Drop Dead Gorgeous. Oh. Uh, Kirsten Dunst's mom. I can't remember her name. The actress. I should know her name, but I am having a brain fart. Um, so she's she's texting her clients while her mom's not looking. Her mom like goes to the back. And she's her mom looking. does not know. She her mom does, like, does not know this is her job. But her brother does. Her brother, played by Devin Druid, who's in 13 Reasons Why. I've no. never seen that show. I don't plan on it, but maybe some of you have seen it. And I thought I should point it out because I'm sure people would get mad. It, <laughs> I didn't. 
Um, but yeah. yeah, he knows about this and is really cool about it. Yeah, because I think she moved up like a bunch of ranks in that show, the throat slitty one, like up to 53, I think. Yeah. And so she tells him and he's like, oh, good job. Yeah, he's really <laughs> proud of her and which I think is a really cool. I like the brother character a lot because he I think he's more complicated of a character than you get at first glance because he's someone who in his private life is really supportive of her and doesn't find her work shameful. And it's only later when we get some like outside forces that he is weird about it. And I think it's, it's like kind of a sad B plot, you know, Yeah. where he's really proud of his sister and, and individually he's like, no, I don't see the issue with this. And he doesn't, he's not ashamed of her and he doesn't think, She's gross or making bad life choices. She's clearly taking care of herself. But when other people come into the equation and kind of shame him into thinking it's embarrassing, then yeah, that sucks. Yeah. So he's sweet. He's a good brother. Uh, Jordan is his name. Jordan. Okay. So yeah, she's getting texts from, I think, Barney, who's sending her dick pics. It's gross. <laughs> Not even dick pics. It's like, it's like dick in underwear pick oh yeah it's yeah. gross can't show the dick <laughs> no you're not showing dicks in this movie <laughs> uh so alice runs in or alice lola's is why i wanted to keep it one name lola runs into her friend at a store because yeah it's her brother's birthday so she's got to go get stuff for it she runs to her friend and like a she, high school friend uh, yeah so they haven't seen each other in a while she invites her to her brother's birthday and while she's doing that she looks over and sees Tinker in another aisle. Yeah, Tinker Boy's there. And it's really creepy. It's, it's like yep. the creepiest moment because this is a nightmare. <laughs> um, I have, I think any person who does any kind of content creation whatsoever kind of has. Of someone like stalking them? Yeah. Yeah. Who was the YouTuber who like she and her uh, husband Someone got... like broke into their yeah. house. I don't remember. I have not, I have legitimate nightmares about that though. Yeah, and we know people who have had stalkers, and it's so scary. So like this moment, which I knew was coming, it had to. But as soon as I saw him looking at her from over shelves, my stomach just dropped. It's so creepy. Yeah, <sighs> and she just gets out of there. Yeah, she gets <laughs> the fuck out of there. We learn that the number one cam girl on Free Girls Live is named Baby. Yeah, she's like the PewDiePie she's of cam girls. She's the PewDiePie girls. of cam girls. Because they're talking about how like she's on another level. Yeah, she doesn't like, even register rank. Yeah. Like, she's, so, she's so far on top. Like She's number one, but number two is just so far beneath that it doesn't fucking matter. And we get like a, a montage, and I love this little scene, this little slice of life, because this felt so real to me. Like You know the, the woman who wrote this has done this, where we see Lola clicking through different channels and just taking notes. And yeah, she's, she's like, like taking... I'm studying. I think she gets interrupted and she's like, well, I'm studying. <laughs> she <laughs> has like books and stuff. But we see, we get a montage of really great, great. And this is when I wish I could put clips in because they're just... <laughs> You'd have to censor them all. I would, but there's such funny clips of all these weird <laughs> like live stream channels where it's a lady masturbating and reading like Proust or... <laughs> Um, I wrote Glitter Boob Lady is glorious, and she is. She's she a blue paint. Yeah, color. she's a, a a larger lady who is, I think, blonde. She's very mermaid looking, <laughs> and she has blue glitter everywhere to the point where it looks like she's wearing a bodysuit, but she's dumping more glitter on herself and just 
like all of her shapes and it just was like really pleasing to look at. <laughs> I really like Glitter Boob Lady. Yeah. <laughs> I would watch her stream. And yeah, Lowell's whole thing is that like she wants to elevate her art form because like the throat slit. This is what I love so much about you know? Lola. Is she's like, this is a fucking art. And when she's going through all these channels, it's like... It kind of it is like all these other channels each have their own little flavor and style approach, and they're putting yeah. effort in. They're not just, you know, I mean, there's nothing wrong if you just want to get your tits out and not do much more than that. Great. Get that coin. But like, I think it's so cool that Lola is she wants to make it a show. That's why she did the throat slit thing. That's a prosthetic that takes hours to apply. <laughs> that takes hours of setup and and dealing with a client of yours to make bonus accounts and like time that right and do it. It's great. And I I feel like that rings so true again to this person's real life where they took pride in this work, you know. Yeah. And so, uh she gets word that Barney's coming to town oh, and she God. makes some soft plans to meet up with him because I guess yeah. it, it sounds as though that's uh, an occasional thing yes. to meet up with like your big fan. So like, I guess, yeah, that's more what I I would normally think of as sex work assuming something goes in which like probably yeah. that's what's happening there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, she does another show, right? Uh. Yes, this is when she she she's getting so close to that top 50. So this is a special show. Um, and by the way, I have a note here that I love that her we, we discussed this a little bit already, but I just want to reiterate that her life in this movie is never sad. It's never shown as depressing. It's not like a Requiem for a Dream type no, thing. No, this you is know? not ass to ass. This is the complete opposite of the end of Requiem for a Dream. Mouth to mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's she yeah, you're you don't you never feel like she didn't have other options. Yeah, that she chose this. Th- this is and what she got wants this house, to do and, and I think that that's uh, so rare to see in film and I think it's really neat. But yeah, like the, the movie's never a question of uh oh was this like her, you know, the, the movie's question is is she going to stop doing the like sex work? Is she stop is she going to stop being a cam girl? Like is this you know, I just feel like it's a fact of this movie. Like, this is the world we're in for this movie. And it's not about whether or not sex work is bad. Do you know what I it's, mean? It's not. It's hard without spoiling later stuff to make my point, I'm realizing. Yeah, when, I mean, when the horror stuff starts, it's something that's just happening to her that has to do with this position. It's not blaming her or saying, this wouldn't have happened if had you, you didn't not. you do sex work. Yeah, you should get a regular but, job. But also, and, and being a little vague, because we're going to get to this, the things that happened to her aren't a result of sex work specifically. These are things that can happen to anyone online. Sure. This is, a. I think it's a fear of the internet in general and of being a public persona in general. I don't think any of the horror in this specifically has to do with, oh no, she made the choice to be a sex worker. It's just the things that happened to her, I think are fears of anyone who spends any amount of time online or has at least their face online. I mean, uh, literally the, I just released the unfriended dark web kill count. So this is very in in tune with that. Yeah. Like the horrors of the internet. (laughs) What can happen to you? For sure. Um, so like this movie could have been about a YouTuber. Yeah, exactly. And it, it doesn't, I mean, it changes things obviously, but it's not, yeah, 
Does that make any sense? Of course. I'm yeah. just rambling. <laughs> I like this movie a lot. <laughs> so, okay. She, she's doing another stream and she's about to break the top 50. Yeah. And she, she does it. It happens pretty quickly. Glitter shower. She has the glitter shower plan. She like, I think she pulls a string and there's glitter. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, not even 10 seconds later, maybe she goes back to 51 yeah she starts losing rank people start leaving her room she's like well what the fuck because it happens so fast and people are like yo princess x is getting naked i thought she was Mm non-nude tonight only she's getting naked yeah and so like we said earlier princess x is who barney had previously been a whale for yeah and so i guess she's pissed that uh lola poached barney as they say yeah so Lola checks in on princess x's channel and yeah princesses this was so mean yeah it's it's funny because from the pov of the main character i'm like this bitch how dare (laughs) but then when i think of being princess x i'm like yeah fuck it do it (laughs) so what she's doing is she so princess x never gets nude and that's an important factor of the sabotage she never ever shows anything Tonight only, she says, for every spot that Lola loses, for every rank that she goes down, I'll take off a piece of clothing. <laughs> so she knocks her down to like 60 From 50 something. to 59. And oh. that's when Lola just logs off. She's like, okay, thanks, everyone. We made top 50. Bye. Yeah. And logs off. And Princess is like, oh, only nine. Ten would have gotten me naked. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> we don't get to see your boobs. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's hard because... I, I see, I mean, it's a mean thing. It's a terrible mean thing to do. But man, if someone took my big, my big money, and that's a hard thing to find, I'd be so pissed. Hey, she lost it. He I said know, that she it's wasn't. It's true. I mean, again, this is the this is the trap we fall into. It's not the other girl's fault. It's fucking Barney's fault. Get mad at Barney for just changing his mind. So yeah, then Tinker calls her on her real phone number yes tinker who again was her client from earlier the kind of sad dude yeah gail he yeah he calls her on her actual phone which i don't know how he got her actual number i don't know maybe she says it uh he was only supposed to use it for emergencies yeah who knows you know i wonder if what i i kind of wonder if that was like a hint at i wonder if tinker is someone who maybe has had like scares in the past. Like maybe he's someone where he has has formed this relationship with her where he's told her that maybe he feels suicidal or has like scary thoughts. Oh. And maybe it's like, okay, call me in case of emergency so that okay. if you're, I can like get someone and maybe she felt comfortable enough doing that. Yeah. I think maybe that's a hint at what's going on that's there. That's possible. Yeah. yeah, but basically uh, during that phone call, she finds out that he yeah, moved there. He's moved there now. It's, and a, it's a happy just coincidence. A coincidence. It's just a coincidence. He got work Lola. around there. Yeah, I, I uh, got work. Yeah, work. <laughs> now that she's dropped in position on this site, she calls back her friend Fox and mm-hmm. is like, okay, let's go to this Cam Girl Cam Clubhouse. Girl Clubhouse. And are there places? Like, it, man, it reminded me of YouTube Space. Oh, God. <laughs> this is like the YouTube Space it of Cam me Girls. YouTube Space. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because YouTube Space, which is near us, is like YouTube's big building that yeah. has a bunch of different rooms you can shoot in. There's and a few edit of them there. around the globe at this point. But yeah, YouTube Space, if you have a certain amount of subscribers, um, 
you can apply to to make stuff at YouTube space. And so you can get an allotted amount of time to film in their studios. It's great. We filmed there before. Yeah. Um, a, Like a ways back. With, yeah, with practical But this folks. is what this reminds me of is it's like a, a house that if you... Uh, I don't know. I wonder if they share revenue or something if you film there. Probably. You know. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, go ahead. She, yeah. So her and Fox are going to do a joint show at the Cam Girl Clubhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're, to get their, her rank back up. Yeah. And to do it, she's going to ride the Vibatron. The Vibatron, a.k.a. the Sibian. The Sibian. More commonly, okay. I feel like Sibian is a, a brand name issue they can't say Sibian. sure but it's basically a vibrating saddle that you yeah, sit on you, it's like sitting on a um like a yeah it's a saddle yeah they and and on. fox and princess x is also at the clubhouse when they go they're both like warning her like hey careful people have like lost sensation from using it too much mm-hmm. but like she's gotta get her rank back up so we get this great scene where oh she's <laughs> they're doing the show and like <laughs> Uh, Lola's riding the Vibatron while Fox is controlling it and the people's and- <laughs> donations are controlling like how much it is. There's another girl named Lucky Duck who comes in and she's standing behind the camera. So she's on screen. She has two menus and she's silent mouthing like, which one do you want? Do you like want pizza, pizza or, or sushi? Yeah, and, and it was just the so most funny. real shit. Like it just, I love, I love so much that this movie it that is such a normal seeming moment to me. Yeah, it's like a movie set. It's yeah, so it's funny. like any movie set. Um, people who've worked in the industry, quote unquote, in film or TV or whatever, will tell you it's not glamorous. <laughs> that's exactly what that. I'm sure. I think it was a similar glimpse into like being a sex worker. Cam girl is not always sexy. It's like you know, it's a show behind the scenes. Like we need to order pizza. <laughs> like we have a per diem. What do you want? <laughs> I just love those little hints of normalcy to just remind us that these are normal ass people that need to eat food <laughs> yeah <laughs> and the show gets her back up to 47 yay and awesome. it, it seems like the vibatron is like getting to be too much or something she's kind of having like she's kind of like going in and out of oh yeah consciousness it was, it was a little weird. weird yeah yeah uh and i'd say up until this point just gonna point out screenplay is great because like mm-hmm. she gets she gets barney there's the like isn't this gonna come back and bite you in the ass it does she has to do this show and apparently this do you think her going there and doing that show there leads to what happens next because she suspects it but we I never really get wasn't sure any uh i don't think so because okay. i can't think of any reason it would but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Because the next morning she wakes up and... uh, She's back in her house. Yeah. Which I was confused about at first. I thought she spent the night at... Oh, the clubhouse? Yeah. (laughs) No, I don't think you stay at the clubhouse. (laughs) She wakes up... Yeah, she's back at home. She wakes up in the morning and she's live. Yeah. On the the site. Yeah. On FGO. Mm Mm-hmm. And so she's looking at it and she, the stream, she thinks, is this an old show? Yeah. Cause it's, she's it's her, her. it's yeah. her, it's her room. It's the pink curtain. Like it's, it's all the same setup. And like, she can't log into her account. She the can't get into her account, but wrong. she's getting a notification that she is live. So she went, she goes and looks back at her calendar of past shows. 
Just oh, I also love that, that she keeps a calendar of her shows. Oh, my God. I what just she did during the show and fucking like what rank she did. Hell yeah, Lola. I'm with you. You know how much work Lola does. Hell yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, cool. She's the me of cam girls. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so she she's looking. I think she she's done something similar with like uh, the, the the version of her that's streaming now that she's watching is like in a pool. So she's, she's like, oh, I did this it's like a kiddie before. pool yeah it's a little kiddie pool so, so are they like replaying an old yeah, show like is it just a glitch they're replaying an old stream and so we're at this point us watching the movie we're like what the fuck's happening and we i thought it was maybe just an old stream or something but then she types into the chat something i think she uh i think she just says hi she makes a fake like, username teapot and says, yeah like mr teapot or something and then her she the her on screen goes oh hi teapot what the fuck what the fuck, dude. What the fuck? it's such a good oh that moment's so good yeah it's real creepy this is a good uh like just gear shift for the script i think it comes at like the perfect point too yeah it's so creepy and so good uh and so she calls customer support and they they say they can't do anything. There's a great moment when she's talking to the dude and she's like, I think you're show, like playing an old thing of mine. He's like, well, we can't do that. And then she has the teapot thing and she's like, well, here, pull up my screen. He's like, yeah, I'm looking at it. And she's like, okay, is she on the phone? <laughs> That's right. And then the guy's like, I'm going to transfer you to another level of <laughs> customer <Yeah>. service. <laughs> yeah uh so what the fuck uh she shows it to some of her other cam girlfriends i think it's foxy Fox and, and lucky, lucky Doug. Yeah. and she proves it's not live by making a donation by asking the herd the fake herd to say orange and she does <laughs> so yeah they're the like, like oh orange, this shit's orange. fucked as soon as as soon as that happens yeah and so she like at first thinks maybe princesses behind it but you know that doesn't really make sense like what'd she do hire a lookalike like what mm -hmm. yeah to be fair if i'm her that's my first guess too <laughs> i'm like all right who has an out for me princess but this is some i mean you think about it a little bit more and this is some really sophisticated shit <laughs> like what the fuck um i made a typo here on my notes i'm realizing barney does not show up at the hair salon <laughs> it is a uh, uh tinker, tinker. Tinker shows up at, oh, this scene is... Oh, God. Yeah, because she goes to her mom's <laughs> hair salon again. Mm -hmm. And because uh, she's plan planning for the brother's birthday. The birthday, yeah. Because that's that day, I think. Or, mm -hmm. Yeah. And Tinker shows up with some flowers and is like, you told me to. Oh, my God. And she, <laughs> yeah, he says... We were talking last night. You told me to. So clearly he's been talking to this fake her. And so he shows up at the salon. It's the, guys, it's the worst scene. It's so <laughs> scary. It is so scary. This whole moment. And nothing happens. It's fine. It doesn't end with anything. Yeah, she just kind of like scary, tells him to leave. This moment is scary. It's a moment I think most women can relate to of like, oh, Oh, fuck. Just having to say no in that moment and not having it be a thing. Because remember, this is at her mom's work. So everyone is just staring at them. Yeah, they're like, who's this and older And this guy dude? is like, I had such a wonderful time last night. And he's being real weird about it. And then she pretends she just didn't know him. And that I guess it was just some dude. And doesn't explain further. <laughs> oh, it's so creepy. Uh, and like... I, I guess I want to pause really quickly and say, 
I totally understand if maybe you're listening to us and thinking like, well, he was he's not a bad guy and he meant he, he meant well, he's just awkward. Yeah. And I'd say for the most part yeah, that's true. I think I think absolutely for the most part that's true. But like in the other person's shoes, if you're in her shoes, you don't know that. You don't yeah, again, you don't know who this dude is. You don't even you call him Tinker, that's his screen name. You don't really know him. And you don't know what's going on in his head. And he says he was talking to you last night, but he wasn't. That is so scary. <laughs> and even, yeah, even just in general, if you don't really know what a guy Yeah, he could is... just be socially awkward or he could, you know. And it's not yeah. saying you should just judge all guys as like, no. but you got to be a little guarded yeah, if you're. It's, it's, yeah, it's a, it's self, it's a defense mechanism for sure. And it's not. It's not. It's not personal. <laughs> I want to reiterate: this instant fear is not personal. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a dirty dance that is danced when you're trying to court someone. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just communicate with each other. Yeah. And don't uh don't hunt down the girl who you talk to online and move. Oh yeah, I moved to her town without saying so first. Yeah, maybe talk to yeah. her first. Hey, that's weird. Don't do that. <laughs> um, so, okay. So, uh, it's her brother's birthday time. Yes. But all the while she's checking in on this fake her who's now doing like a show in a li- like a public library and yeah, it's like flashing. And I think a it's library. a public show. Like mm-hmm. anyone can just fucking watch it. So, yeah, fake her is in a public library somewhere. Um, we cut to her brother's friends are all watching this live stream of fake her. It's not even her. Yeah. They wouldn't be watching it otherwise because real her doesn't do public shows like exactly, this. But yeah. it's fake her. So these dudes can all get a hold of it. Yeah. These teenagers who wouldn't otherwise have like accounts, which I'm sure you need a credit card for. Yeah. But she walks into the birthday party and then they're like laughing at her, which like that sucks. Oh, man. And this is what I was talking about earlier with the brother is... um oh man fuck this kid that does this kid so they're all like they're all in the dining room and they're getting cake ready and the the, one of the friends and the brother just kind of bursting because they're like wrestling with each other the brother's trying to get the phone out of this kid's hand and they're so they're like oh my god like everyone's like what the fuck it's like split it up what the fuck's going on and this kid is like your sister's a porn star dude and is playing it on his phone so everyone can hear the stream um fuck this kid notable on the stream you hear her uh orgasming and you can assume it's a fake one and her saying like i love all you guys Mm -hmm. like she's breaking all breaking all her rules yeah Mm -hmm. but yeah so this fucking brother's friend what a fucking asshole what a fucking asshole so now her mom knows because it her mom's there and she, she sees it. She takes the phone and sees it. Yeah. Awkward. And so, of course, yeah, it's super awkward now. Uh, we all kind of just stand there. I mean, again, it's a whole birthday party just standing there <laughs> listening to like her moaning and fake orgasming. And uh, so finally they, they turn it off and the mom is just um, like in shock. <laughs> and it's super awkward. And she's like, you know what? Okay, we're all, we're all going to have cake. And that's the end of that. Like, yeah. we're just going to pretend it never happened. Man, fuck that kid. I'm so fuck mad at him. Fuck that kid, dude. Fuck that kid. And this is when, I, yeah, like I said with the brother, is like now now he has to be ashamed. And now he has to be embarrassed by what his sister does. Because other people got to fucking ruin 
the party, you know? Yeah. Because these other dudes have to make it a point of shame. Like, your sister's a porn star. Now it's an insult. Where before, without that kind of external influence, the brother was, like, totally cool about it. But, like, now he's not going to be because people suck. (laughs) And that's a sad, it's just a sad little, like, side plot of this movie, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So back at home, she's watching her doppelganger do her show. She's up to spot 31, so she's moving up the ranks. And she's even doing the same kind of like suicide thing, this time with a gun. Yeah. And she like... Well, what happens is Lola starts tipping her because she's just watching it, watching this fake her and just stewing in anger. So she tips her to hit herself. And then she tips her again, like just harder and again and again is like you're not doing it hard enough like flog yourself like i want you to hurt yourself and then finally that's when fake her is like all right how about this and she pulls a gun out of the little treasure chest and she says uh she's like this many tokens and i'll I'll lick it this many tokens and i'll suck it Fifty i'll load it which she does this is such a great scene we were on the edge of the couch like (laughs) it's really really effective it's so creepy a hundred thousand tokens to make it explode and then she fucking shoots herself in the head she sticks this gun in her mouth and just shoots herself and there's blood coming out of the back of her head and she slumps over and we just look at this dead body on a stream laying there for a bit and then she sits up and is like we did it yeah because that puts her at top 20 top 20 she moves into the top 20 she basically just it yeah it's like the suicide with the knife bit but just extreme (laughs) and yes gets her into the top 20 yeah so that sucks uh lola's getting pretty pissed by now she calls the cops and it's just this one scene with the cops but i feel like it's probably informed by some real life interactions the screenwriter confirmed it was oh yeah Yep. Because, yeah, the cops come over and she's like, look, this person stole my identity. Here it is. Mm-hmm. And they don't understand. One of them leaves on like, <sighs> he's like, I got to go take another call. So the other guy hits on her and even is like, do you ever have sex with any of the people who who are in your room? And I think, oh, doesn't she say no? And he's yeah, like, well, no. that's a shame. That's a shame. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he's hitting on her and then they're both like. Just we like, can't do anything about Yeah, like, this, this is your the fault. The cops are... And as soon as... Like, it sucks. And I think we're meant to... <clears throat> I think we're meant to kind of feel this way. But as soon as I see that there's cops getting involved, I'm like, they're not going to give a fuck. Yeah, for sex workers? No. And, and I think it's neat that this movie puts you in the position of, of a character where you're like, oh my God, fucking take this seriously. You know? Like, this feels like you're in, you're in her shoes. You're like, this is her job. What the fuck? She's our main character and we like her and we want the, the police to take this seriously. And I think that that's a really cool way to create empathy. Um, what was the confirmed thing you said? Oh, that that the this dialogue is taken from various experiences. She's, one, she's had her identity stolen. Um, obviously not like this. The screenwriter. The screenwriter, yes. yes. Um, two, dealing with, um, I think she said she was in a meeting with an executive who when she was talking about her background... As a cam girl, he, the first thing he asks is like, well, what's the weirdest thing you've ever done? You oh, know? yeah, the cops Instantly making it weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just the idea that she can't talk about that kind of work without people getting fucking weird about it. Yeah, she can't get help from the police like any other, like, quote unquote, normal citizen. They have to turn it into like, 
Oh. Mm-hmm. You boobs. Yeah. Because it's 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 the idea of sex workers not being people or mm-hmm. that this is all they do. Like, oh, if someone's a sex worker, then they're always going to want to talk about sex and they're always going to be like that personality. And that always. they deserve anything that. Yeah. Because they say on their way out, like, you don't want stuff like this to happen. Get off the don't internet. go to the internet. Okay, fucker. Yeah. Yeah. And this is why I love that this movie doesn't make her job as a cam girl the last resort job. I think it's so important that this job, it's like her choice and this is what she loves doing. And I think it's really important to be rooting for a character that loves doing this work because I think instead of a character who's like forced into it. Yeah. Because then you're realizing this is this is someone's passion this is what they like to do so it's fucked to not take it seriously when that's in jeopardy Mm -hmm. and i think in real life people really disregard i mean god i feel like sex workers get the brunt of like every awful legislation ever um especially recently i what even today uh literally today tumblr announced that uh no more sexual content on tumblr yep so, R.I.P. Tumblr. Yeah, good luck, Tumblr. But yeah, okay. so and I know that the sex work community is like, fuck, because especially Tumblr is like a big home for um, like queer pornography and stuff that isn't made for just straight dudes, which is like the most mainstream pornography is like made for straight guys. You kind of have to dig for other stuff. Mm-hmm. But Tumblr, I think, was an easy place to find content made by people not targeted towards that demographic. Yeah. So it's... I think it's important to understand that, like, yeah, this is someone's livelihood, and who are you to say it's not a real job? Mm-hmm. It's fucked if someone gets their identity stolen and their job is put at risk. That's yeah, how she's it, paying for a house. It's not lessened at all just because she's a sex worker. Yeah, yeah. We do a weird thing culturally where we feel like we have to be the judge of whether or not someone deserves to make money from their job. <laughs> yeah. And it's weird because if you don't have a job... Everyone tells you to get one, you know, get a job, not a specific job, yeah, but like get a, any, job. get a job. But then when you get a job, if it's not the right kind of job, then you don't you still don't deserve to be making money. Yeah, it's weird. And it's all very arbitrary. So I think this is a cool thing to like, yeah, really get you to empathize with someone whose job traditionally people don't think is an acceptable way to make money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So her that the, was a long rant. I'm sorry. Oh, I mean, it's on theme. This this movie, yeah. While watching, it, I was like, this will be a good one for the podcast. You can mm-hmm. talk a whole bunch about mm-hmm. bunch of themes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So fake her is gonna collab with Baby Girl, that number, the PewDiePie of FGL. Uh, baby Girl. Baby is Girl. That, is that like what he does? Doesn't he just be like? PewDiePie or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, PewDiePie. And, yeah. Oh, and by the way, just really quick before I, like, forget, mm-hmm. I do want to acknowledge that, like, yes, a lot of sex work is people forced into it. Oh, I don't want to, like, discount Yeah, we can't glamorize. That. Yes, yeah, I don't yeah, want to. Yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to paint the sex picture work is that great. all sex work is great. Hashtag feminism. Like, yes, <laughs> queen. Like, no, no, no. It's, it's very complicated. It is very complicated. But a big part of why people get forced into it and why a lot of it is really dangerous and scary is because of the shame. Yes. It's mm. below. It's like, it's like we, we repress it and we pretend it doesn't happen. And so when we demonize people like Lola, it, it 
it extends to that all of it's easier for people to take advantage of them yes exactly and it's easier to create black markets and it you know so it all dark web and dark yeah dark web so it's all all related but yeah i don't mean to paint like this really nice picture of what um and i don't think this movie does either i don't think it makes it look like the best job ever because it's a horror movie like some crazy shit's about to go down we're getting there um yeah but i wanted to make that note Mm -hmm. before i forgot so she's watching as baby girl uh once she finds out about the collab she switches to baby girl stream and baby girl is talking about the upcoming collaboration but also mentions she uses very specific wording talking about like a fight like lighting her house on fire so yeah, a sexy fireman can she, save her baby girl says i haven't i haven't gone fucked so long i wish that a fireman would i wish my house would burn down so a fireman would take pity on me yeah and Lola's like, wait a minute. Wait. And she goes back to that first video of fake her when she was playing in the tub and it turns out that fake her said the same exact same thing. Same thing. Fake her said literally that same little blurb about wanting her house to burn down so a fireman shows up. And now the two are going to collab. Yeah, so what? What the fuck's going the on? Fuck? <laughs> By the way, I had a friend in college. I always loved this little anecdote. She said that her mom, when <laughs> she was growing up, would say, always fall asleep with a nice pair of of underwear or lingerie on so that just in case your house burns down and the firemen show up then you look beautiful sure the hot fireman shows up that's yeah (laughs) that's planning ahead i I just always thought that was so funny that's not bad um so now she she goes and meets with barney because he was coming to town and they she meets at the hotel he's staying at but uh instead of you know, going straight up to his room. They go to a fake Chili's. I don't think it's actually I, Chili's. <laughs> you wrote Chili's. I wrote, hi, welcome to Chili's. Well. Which is a vine that I enjoy. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're old. <laughs> hey, I just <laughs> but, explained uh, you can, or I, I'm already Tracer to you true. today, okay? That's true, you did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, they go to this fucking Mexican restaurant where it's like the whitest dude ever. That's like Buenos Dias. Yeah, you, do you to- want the guacamole queso sorpresa? <laughs> And the, so she's there with Barney, and Barney orders the big boy burrito bowl. <laughs> the big boy burrito bowl. And then after he orders, he like turns to Lola and's like, "I love the authenticity here." <laughs> oh, it's so funny. I love it. It's a hilarious scene. It's so good. I don't know who this waiter is, but he's so funny. And like the moment that he's in this movie, he's like very genuine. <laughs> So, okay, so Barney is is just is talking a mile a minute. Barney's all talk. He thinks he's the shit. Yeah, he's like, I make or break cam girls that get into the top 10 because of me. And earlier we had learned that Princess had actually poached Barney from Baby. Yeah. So, you know, Barney went from Baby to Princess to Lola here. And so Lola, knowing that, that he is familiar with Baby and knowing that this collab is going on, starts to tease out some information about Baby from him, mm-hmm. including where she lives yeah because yeah barney's visited baby yeah so uh it it finds out it's in georgia he's like oh yeah look i found this we took a picture in front of this place called barney's hardware and so like she she googles barney's hardware georgia which is some great internet detective work (laughs) and she finds out uh the town and he had mentioned that she was like prom Prom queen queen, yeah so she looks up the town's prom queen and uh, cycles through until she finds baby girl and she finds her real name because of it yeah it's it's hannah which is interesting 
name because Hannah was also the uh, name used by a fake person in searching. Yeah, and, which that was, was a weird coincidence. Oh man, searching was so searching's good. Searching's real good. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes, so she goes into the girls' bathroom to like search for all this, and while she's in there, and Barney's still at the table with his big boy burrito <sighs> oh, bowl, man. the uh, her her channel goes live with oh, her fuck. collab with Baby, and he's looking at her on he's the like, phone. Look at fake <laughs> Lola. Look at women's bathroom. Look back at phone. <laughs> So, yeah, he gets mad and goes there and tries to, like, yell at her. This is scary. It's scary, but I'm also a little confused as to, like, why she wasn't, like, someone stole my, like. Like, that's not, because that's so hard to prove. I guess this is this is the first of scenes where i'm start i'm starting to feel like she's not explaining herself well and yeah, i guess it is frustrating when characters do that but i also I like think- if i'm in her shoes one i'm kind of terrified of barney because he's clearly super wealthy again maybe mob ties i just get that vibe sure um i don't really trust him he's a big dude like i i'd be physically intimidated by him so if this happens I don't I don't know if I if I don't know what I would do. Yeah, it's it's kind of just a weird scene with the motivation cuz he gets angry right away and yeah. goes into the women's bathroom and is like yelling at her. I guess he thinks that she's someone who's scamming him. Yeah. It's really weird. The thing that's throwing me off when with interactions like this is like clearly it's the same exact girl. Sure. Or it's an identical twin. Yeah. But like, it's not, they're, it's the same exact girl. So I just it's... wonder if she's thinking like, he's just going to be pissed anyway because I got, I'm like out with him and we already have like been at dinner and stuff. And I don't know. I'm not sure. But it, it escalates very quickly to the point where like, oh, I got to get away from him. He's pissed. Yeah. I also just feel like, just like, the cops or anyone else she kind of tries explaining this to that isn't another cam girl i wonder if he just would be like the fuck are you talking about someone stole your identity like that's bullshit like i just don't i don't see him accepting that reason and being like oh i understand yeah you know i don't know she's able to get away from him narrowly at one point he is like dragging her out of the bathroom yeah, and he, saying that she's like his dr- drunk wife he grabs her and like has his hand over her mouth that's scary he's it a is, scary yeah. like that's what i mean is he's a scary dude yeah um and yeah so he pretends like oh my wife is uh sick so i'm i'm taking her home yeah but then she bites his hand and- yeah and she gets away and we see that she has like a taser in her uh car mm-hmm. but that's is that last last we see of barney i think mm I think so, yeah. Yeah. So she goes and talks to her mom, right? She goes to her mom's house and uh, someone spray painted whorehouse on the side of yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, dude. Before that, Lola Googles baby. Like her real her name. Her real name, Hannah. Um, She finds this girl's obituary. Yeah. So Hannah had died. And this is another thing where like, I don't think anything really comes of it. And I think that the only purpose is to show that like, oh, that's not, not her. It's definitely, it's definitely not, not her, her because yeah. she's dead. Yeah. I, I, I did think that was going to be a runner. Too, yeah. We thought like this was going to come back gonna up. Get killed off. Mm. Um, not a great business model though. If we're talking about the person or people who are doing this, which we'll also get well, into. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
so that she also sees it's the live stream with with baby and fake Lola. Yeah, this is crazy. This part is like genuinely really creepy. Because she's she's at home in her home mm-hmm. and she's in like her real bedroom, not like the cam room. Mm-hmm. And she's watching this live stream with baby and fake her. And they're like, they're in her house and they're like, we're going to go through our house and go to my real bedroom. Yeah. And so she's like looking at her door. Yeah. Like, are they about to come into like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. But and no- the creepiest thing is they 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 open the door and they go into fake Lola's room and real Lola's not in there. They're in a completely different place. It's a complete replica of Lola's house with moving boxes and everything. Yeah. And then fake Lola is like grabs a picture and I think baby's like, oh, who's that? He's cute. And she's like, oh, it's just my brother. And then she holds up the picture and it is her brother. Yeah. She's like, little Jordy. <laughs> oh, it's so weird. So that's when she just like has a total. Oh, that's when she breaks, busts her laptop. She breaks her open. laptop. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. That's when she goes to visit her mom and Where someone oh, spray painted whorehouse spray on the house. On the people side of suck. Her house and um the, the, the mom the mom is so funny because you think she's gonna be um all weird about it but she she's clearly uncomfortable but she's like you know what no like you're really good at what she's you like, do I watched, I, I, I watched some of it <laughs> you are are so confident and good at, i'm down and she's like i'm down with like female she's like, empowerment <laughs> yeah she says that she was like i wish everyone could see you the way you are there because you're yeah. so conf- confident and uh like cool on there mm-hmm. So, so after that, um, <clears throat> Alice has to go to, this is such a nightmare. Alice has to go to the, or Lola, I'm sorry. Lola has to go to the public library now because she smashed her laptop and yeah. she has to go to all these fucking porn sites at the library <laughs> to research, to do more research on Hannah, AKA baby. So. Oh, but I will say when she, cause she's talking to her mom and she's like, you watched me last night. That's not me like that. And she doesn't explain. Oh, that's herself. right. There is a whole thing where she's like, that isn't me. And, and her then mom's the mom's like, like no, no, I know. I, I get it. I and get it. Like it's your, you're putting on a show. It's a persona. And she's like, no, no, no it literally yeah. isn't. And me. it's another scene where I'm like, just ex- explain. It's your sure. mom. It, I understand not trusting Tinker or Barney. Tell your mom what's happening. Sure. There's no reason not to. So I, I have some third act issues with this this script, mm-hmm. but uh, whatever. Yeah. So that's when she goes to the, yeah, the public library to do more research, <laughs> which involves just going on all these campsites yeah, and mute, the, mute the, the, computer. the speakers are on accidentally at one point. Um, oh, man, this whole scene made me tense. I'm like, when is she going to get kicked out of the library? Yeah. Which she doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't get caught besides... Um, moans coming out of the speakers yeah just some guy like looks over his shoulder like what the fuck (laughs) Mm -hmm. but she sees that on baby's uh friend list tinker boy is like her top friend Mm -hmm. and so she's like oh fuck tinker might be involved yeah and she looks at other girls that baby has cammed with recently and tinker is all of their top friend so she goes to the hotel he's staying at which is a motel <laughs> it's yeah. not the hotel that barney's staying at no, which is real elegant a motel. yeah and uh he, yeah he's oh man so he it's she goes dark in, room she, it probably smells like cum in there you oh, you know God. it does coming balls it does. oh that's mm-hmm. so gross she walks she has a taser hidden in like her pants so oh she yeah she does him. have that he um he says some shit about like being her life helper it and brought them together yeah like this all brought us together because she she what this is when she comes clean she about like does, that girl's not me yeah she does explain herself here mm-hmm. 
Um, which I, yeah, I, I wonder why. I think maybe she just doesn't explain it to anyone else because I think Tinker maybe just seems more involved with the cam girl world and would have a better understanding of it and also she thinks that he's responsible probably it's why she brought the taser but then she he's like you should stay here and she like does fall asleep because it cuts to her like waking up and i'm like why did she fall asleep there she's also like drinking tea that he makes for her Uh i'm like no be smarter don't do that sure it's weird that i i guess she just needed to fall asleep because she wakes up and he's in the bathroom masturbating to fake to her. fake her. Yeah, in like a private chat with her too. Mm. Like in the kind that he had uh, been with her earlier. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, he is crying and is like, uh, no, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then it's like, this is when we get our explanation of what's happening. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's very unsatisfying. Uh, Interesting. I think I disagree. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Because, okay, I, I think we can both agree that up until now, at least, it's very creepy. Yes. All the, yeah, when when she, like, is like, hi, teapot, whoa, yeah. orange, oh, shit, uh, the fucking house and the room, crazy creepy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how does this get explained that there's this exact doppelganger on camera, live, interacting with her? Who the fuck is it? So he says that it is is copying everything it can find of her online and it like makes uh a copy of her like a digitally created mm-hmm. copy of her it's it's not a real person and I, yeah it's so for me this kind of the whole time i'm like is this a supernatural thing like is this a a real life imitator what's going on and I guess it's it's kind of like the dark web thing where like they're walking around and being glitches on camera, which some people have said is possible. I don't know if it is, but for me, it's like this doesn't seem like it's, it seems so far-fetched mm. that it's hard for me to accept. Like a stitch together. I don't know, dude. I feel like it's totally possible. <laughs> what I would believe more likely is if it was a human actor with, with her their face. face digitally put on them. Cause that I think is within a few years of technology. Oh, people have already, there was a whole thing. Um, which which has year? terrifying implications. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, there, there, that was the thing. There was a subreddit. I, I don't, I forget what it was called. It had like a weird name, but it was, it was porn with, um, celebrities faces exactly. stitched on and it was a whole yeah it was a whole to do when that got banned from reddit because that's like not legal <laughs> like yeah like is it is it not like that's it's a, a whole weird quandary. yeah so reddit was like all right we're getting rid of this but that's a whole thing where you can fake and like think about the political implications of that oh yeah you know you fucking make a video of your political opponent saying stuff saying stuff hitting someone like there what was the fuck? that like video that it was like a couple years ago but that video of like a fake obama saying stuff do you remember that i remember him kicking down that door after <laughs> oh, yeah. no it was like him it was a digitally recreated Obama and it just was like a real, it looked real. No. And that's like, that's why I don't, I know I don't how we even deal with that scenario is I'm like, but that's what I, I wish it, it had been because I'd be like, Oh, okay. So it's this technology that we know is coming. It's here now. And it's fucking with their life. Instead. They're like, it's this digitally. Well, everything that, is digital. I don't know because they have hours and hours and hours of footage. That's why it's all 
old quote unquote streams like the kiddie pool thing. Yeah, but the live interaction, I don't know. I don't know. It all it just felt a little deflated to me because it felt so far fetched. I was like, I was reading something. It, I was reading an interview with the I want to say the writer where they talked about the ending of this and and this whole aspect of it. And I guess in a bunch of older drafts, mm-hmm. they did have a thing where she legit goes somewhere and, and it ends up in a server room. Like it's a thing. She okay. finds the play, but they said it just wasn't. It felt like too, it just got too. Explaining. Yeah. And they were like, you know, I think they, they ultimately made the choice that they didn't want this to be a sci-fi. They, they wanted this to be about her. Yeah. And her dealing with this versus like the mystery of what it is. So I think it's just a matter of what you want from this, yeah, that makes maybe. sense. I, yeah, I think they it's... were like, you know what? That's not the point we're trying to make. The point is it's her identity got stolen and that's Yeah, because my other complaint is that he's just like, it happens. Like we don't we don't know who's behind it, if it's a person, a group, if it's just a virus, like a digital creation. Mm-hmm. So that that just kind of bugs me. It feels like they came up with a very cool, creepy concept that they just couldn't figure out a good way to explain, so they just kind of don't. And so that's that's probably my biggest problem with this movie is because throughout the whole first two acts, I'm like, what is fucking going on? Mm-hmm. And then we find out we don't really, like we kind of yeah, find out. Yeah, like, I get that, like yeah. wanting to know a little bit more about. Yeah, it's and I some wanted lost to, vibes. I wanted to know more about like how does he know that girls are going to get copied and yeah, why is like, he friends with all of them on? Yeah, because he's like, I, I just like noticed a pattern and uh, I could kind of tell which girls it was going to choose That's next. why I wanted to know more about is like how does that happen? Yeah, like what are you looking for? What kind of things uh, is te- informing you of that? So, because he was like, I knew it was going to come after you next. And what is it specifically drawing from? Because how would it have the picture of her brother? Like, does it yeah. hack all your personal information and get to like your Facebook so it's able to like? Yeah, and like that that you know starting to get a little black mirrorish. But is. black maybe, mirror's great. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe that was part of the issue they ran into as well, where it's like, okay, this is starting to be about the horror of the of of the technology versus mm-hmm. the horror of her having this experience yeah i can see the you know distinction I mean? for sure mm-hmm. uh yeah i like i still enjoy the movie mm-hmm. um but also tinker is he's not in on it he's no just kind of he a just is guy a who like lets it happen and and he, cozies up to all the faces because he like master you know works for him cool now i have uh lola saying she loves me and shit yeah that's true because all the fake yeah they can break their rules and there's no consequences she ends up tasing him she does (laughs) uh i think when she still thinks that he's in on it yeah Uh, yeah. but then she she goes in the bathroom where the cam is still up like the laptop's still open and she sits down Mm -hmm. and fake her is like Oh, hi. Are you Tinker's girlfriend? Yeah, so she doesn't recognize her. Yeah, you're pretty. Like, she doesn't recognize her. Mm. It's fucking weird. It's so (laughs) creepy. (laughs) So she she leaves the motel. She goes back to her place. She sets up in her studio mm-hmm. her cam studio are you you have thoughts about this scene yeah she i i actually kind of liked this scene uh so she sets up uh a stream and what she does is she puts her giant monitor like behind her her big tv her yeah. big tv is behind her i actually use the image of this setup as the header 
podcast. Oh, cool. So you can look so and kind that. of see. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's that scene. And so she's looking into a mirror. She has a big vanity. In front of her. Mm-hmm. So what it does is when she starts streaming it's like an infinite series of her Mm because it's like a mirror going into the camera but like you know so it's just a ton of hers so she she goes into lola's stream and requests a private chat with her by tipping her a giant amount fake lola lola goes into fake lola stream Mm -hmm. fake lola private messages her and they go live and so it's just this like weird like refracted like fake her and real her just like all these copies of themselves. Yeah. And fake Lola is just doesn't recognize that she's looking at herself. And then she has fake Lola, like share their private stream. Yeah. She's so she's like, what do you want? What do you want? Like you want, you're in a private, like, what do you want me to do? And then she tips her and is like, I want, I want to share. Like I like being public. It's what turns me on. So I want you to share our private chat with your stream. So then, fake lola does and so then everyone in this chat is like whoa there's two lolas what the fuck yeah and they they're like oh it's lola and teapot because that's the name that she's under it's like lola versus teapot versus teapot and they all think this is another crazy lola bit because lola does like crazy stunts so then lola says i want to play monkey see monkey do and what happens is um like one of them will like blow a kiss and so the other one does and so real lola starts to hurt herself she literally like it sucks to watch it's gross she she just slams her face down on the table of her vanity and her nose is all fucked up her nose is fucked up and fake lola does the exact same thing and what happens is when she takes her face up, it like glitches out for a second and then it comes back and she has the same injury that real Lola has. So she, real Lola does it again. Fake Lola looks all fucked up. And uh, uh, then the final thing that Lola has fake Lola do is say, is go repeat after me. Um, hey, boys, want to see something cool? You stole my face and now I'm going to get it back. And that's when she does like the thing, right? Yeah. That's when, or I think she says that before they smash. Yeah. Each of their faces. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I had the order of events mixed up. I'm sorry. Just the scene. It's a little. I guess I'm not quite sure why. So so okay. So what happens in, uh, at the end is real Lola says. Uh, well, what's happening is they're having the room vote on who does that's it better. Right. Okay. So, yeah. So who did it better? And they and, all vote teapot. Uh, and the winner of the room, uh, the winner of the vote gets to make the other one do something. Yeah. So like with the the kiss blowing, they're all like, oh, Lola's better. Teapot, you suck. Yes, with, that's right. But with the, the face smashing, because Lola, or because real Lola's fucking doing it, they're all like, teapot, teapot, teapot. Yeah, teapot, so did teapot it. wins that vote. Yeah. And so real Lola is like, okay, for my prize, give me the password of your account. Yep. And <laughs> fake Lola goes, okay. Yeah, like she and does, just it. does it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she she's able to log back into her account. Um, she just goes in and deletes the whole Lola account, so she's not Lola anymore. Yeah, and she's like about to pass out while she does. Yeah, so she's it's like, ble- yeah. her nose is all. She's like going it. her nose. I can't stress this enough. Her nose it's is fucked. Fuck. There's like a chunk missing. It's so it's, oh, it's so gross. So we um the last scene is we're, we're sometime in the future. Her nose has healed. It's crooked, but it's healed. She her mom does her makeup for her and is she's doing it for her cam 
like she knows she's gonna stream yeah now she has a wig or she dyed she's, her hair she's wearing a wig yeah. okay because yeah now she has long yeah so hair. it's a sweet moment of like her mom like knows what she's doing and she does her makeup for like her first day at this on this new account so she starts a new account as a new person new hair and that's it. She like goes back to yeah. And her rank is like fifty thousand. Yeah, her rank is like and... in the hundred thousand. But yeah, I love that the message isn't ultimately like, and that's why you don't that's be a cam girl. Be a cam it's girl. instead like at the end, she she deleted the fake uh, Lola account and is like, well, getting back on that horse, mm-hmm. getting back on that. Was it a Sibian? The Sibian? Yeah, getting back on that Sibian <laughs> and riding. <laughs> oh man yeah so i think the you don't like you you thought the kind of resolution the monkey see monkey do kind of i the way i interpreted it is like you can't you can't beat a real person and the fact that she uh then after that on top of everything deletes the lola account really reinforces that she isn't Lola. She's Alice. Like she is a person outside of this account mm-hmm. and that fake Lola isn't. And the fact that she won that by like actually fucking up her face instead of this fake thing, I think is, is there to prove like, yeah, it's that like human connection is what makes like the work that she does real yeah. and legitimate. Yeah. And that, like, sure, you can, you can get to the top ten of this website by breaking all of your rules and and by putting in a series of fucking bots that break all the rules and do whatever anyone wants them to. But like, that's not what it is about for her. We don't see that she's sad when she starts back off at a hundred some thousand. She could have just taken back over the Lola account easily. She got the password back, and she could have just pretended this was all like a thing. But she doesn't. Because that account stopped being her project, you know? Definitely. It's a very good movie thematically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I enjoy it a lot. Uh, I, I just... can totally see where your issues with it are. Mm-hmm. And there, you know, doesn't mean I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. You can always you can point out flaws in movies you like. I really like this movie. Mm-hmm. It's great. Madeline Brewer is fucking awesome. Yeah, she's really, really good. Yeah. Big, big recommend. And yeah, it, the nice thing is it's on Netflix, so it's easy to find. Um, yeah. Anything else? No. I'm worried we're running long. <laughs> a little bit, but whatever. <laughs> it's a movie review. And That's people should true. check it out. It's, it's got boobs. Go check it it's out. It's got boobs. Yeah. <laughs> boobs and glitter. Lots of glitter. Lots of glitter. I think I have an idea for next week. We'll see. I might do something silly and fun. Uh, do we have two episodes ahead of us before a break for the yes. holidays? This and then two more. We're taking holidays yeah. off. Yeah. Okay. So just the heads up, we will be taking the week of Christmas and New Year's off. Yeah. You know. Also, the merch store will be back up soon. I have the site under maintenance. So if you are waiting for stuff, and I didn't know it would do this, because like I I run the store through Shopify and I, I put the store under maintenance so I could like rearrange it and do stuff. And we're going to have some new stuff in there. Yeah. Um, but uh, when I put it under maintenance, I didn't realize that if people wanted to track their merchandise, it gives them an error page. So people have been emailing me like, where's my stuff? Oh, no. <laughs> like, I promise it's in the mail. I just like, I don't have control over that. And it didn't say it was going to do that. Yeah. 
notes. So your stuff's in the You'll mail. You'll get your stuff. You'll get your stuff. <laughs> and if it doesn't show up, email me. I'll fix it. We we'll all, it yeah, we'll make it good. Don't worry. Yeah. We'll but yeah, we'll be up. back up anytime. This Probably this week. Yeah. So you do have an idea for next week? Yes. And then, if I can make it work. Okay. That's and then the thing we'll is it a... might end up being more of a project than I, <laughs> than I thought is. it would be. Yeah. That's what happens when I come up with like crazy ideas. It, it, it's a game, I'll say. Oh, fine. So that's what happens when I come up with ideas for games is they end up getting way more complicated than I think they're going to be. But. So that's what you have to look forward to, a game and another movie review. Yes. And that'll be it for the Dead Meat Pod. And possibly I'm maybe an interview taking the place of a review. Oh, okay. That, that might happen. It might happen. I don't cool. know. Everything is kind of up in the air right now. You'll see. Be sure to follow Dead Meat on social media at Dead Meat James on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm at Carebex, C-A-R-E-B-E-C-C. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want merch, demistore.com. Uh, except if you're listening to this uh, when this episode came out, the store is under maintenance. But if it's later, um, it's probably back up. Probably back up. Yeah. And if not, you can always email deadmeatpod at gmail.com with anything about that or just whatever in general. Mm-hmm. Give us uh, movies to watch or whatever. It's yeah. fun stuff. <laughs> so until next week, I'm James. I'm Chelsea. And this has been the Dead... What has it been? The Dead Meat Podcast. <laughs>